Why do we believe in the gospel? We have not seen Jesus raised from the dead. We have not um, seen the apostles heal anyone. And by and large, most of us haven't seen anything supernatural. We haven't seen great signs. We have not been given visions by angels. Nor have we been witnesses to Jesus' life, death, and resurrection as the apostles were. They saw him after his resurrection. And they first heard about his resurrection from Mary Magdalene, who had been told of it by the angels. They were told again about his resurrection by Cleopas and his companion, as uh, they saw Jesus on the road to Emmaus. Simon saw Jesus, and the disciples even proclaimed, The Lord is risen indeed. But then when Jesus appeared to them, they didn't believe. They thought he was a ghost. And then when they saw that he had flesh and bones, they still felt that it was too good to be true. And so Jesus ate some fish to prove that he really was alive there among them. He wasn't a ghost. He wasn't a reanimated corpse, a vampire, a zombie. I've seen too many horror films. He was Jesus. Sorry. He was Jesus alive and well, just like he told them he would be. Now I find very interesting the fact that the disciples believed and were rejoicing until they saw Jesus raised. They believed the testimony of their friends, which matched what Jesus had said would happen. But then, seeing Jesus alive right before them was too much for them. Rather than increasing their belief and joy, seeing Jesus initially increased their fear and their disbelief. And if I stop to think about that, it seems a fairly reasonable response. Imagine being in their position. Imagine a good friend of yours, uh, someone, I mean, imagine an actual friend you've got, um, someone you admire, and someone who's maybe taught you, someone maybe something of a mentor. Now imagine this person suddenly tells you, by the way, I'm going to die, and three days later I'm going to be raised from the dead, and you don't quite believe them. Um, but then imagine when the, if this person does die, and imagine the grief that you will feel, and then imagine three days later see this person up and walking around. My guess is each of us, upon seeing our resurrected friend, would be kind of fearful and in disbelief, not really knowing what's going on. We've heard of the resurrection, and yet if I were to see a couple of my friends walking around after after they were dead, I'd be freaking a little bit. The disciples' reaction to seeing Jesus alive seems pretty reasonable. Having never seen a resurrected human, I can, I can guess that they might have felt a little bit of the fear of the unknown. Now this person before them looked like Jesus, but was he really? Was he a disembodied spirit? Was he, although flesh and blood, was he still the Jesus whom they knew and loved? These were reasonable questions for the disciples to have. And I think they were reasonable in Jesus' eyes too, because notice, he was not angry with them, For their unbelief. Rather, he greeted them with peace. He told them to touch him. He ate in front of them. Jesus showed them that he really was the same person who had been their friend and teacher for three years. So what then does Jesus' resurrection appearance among his disciples say to us? Well, for one thing, Jesus' Jesus' resurrection tells us that the general resurrection 
at the end of time is true. That death will not triumph over God. The end of God's creation is not death, but life. Now what kind of life is the resurrection? Well, the other, another thing that's answered then in, in Jesus' resurrection, at least in part, is that in the resurrected life, we will be largely who we are now. Now, we will definitely be different. In Jesus' resurrection appearance, Jesus showed his disciples he was the same person he had always been. Now, he could appear and reappear at will, and he would not die anymore, so he had changed, and yet he was still the same person. We will be changed. We will be perfected. I'm going to be taller. Um, But we will be... Maybe. We will be who we are now. We will still be ourselves in the resurrection. Our loved ones will still be themselves in the resurrection. And as John tells us in his epistle that we heard today, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him. If the resurrected Jesus was changed and yet the same Jesus as before, then we will also be changed and yet be the same people we are now. So we don't know exactly then what the resurrection will look like. There is still some unknown. Possibly provoking some fear. But hopefully the unknown of the resurrection, having, having this witness of Jesus' resurrection, this unknown about resurrection can leave us with excitement rather than fear. One reason Jesus became human and died and was resurrected was to free all of those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. Hebrews 2.15 Living in fear of death, one would hold on to life with a vice grip, desperately grasping for anything to keep death at bay. Living in fear of death, one might try to get security in one's life, acquiring wealth and things and power, just to counter the powerlessness one feels regarding death. And this might hit home in today's economic crisis, downturn, whatever we want to call it. Perhaps the folks who we feel are responsible for the economic turmoil, perhaps they were living in fear of death. Perhaps they were accumulating too many things, driving up too much debt. But the super rich and the people to whom we like to point the finger are not the only ones who are responsible. Most of America, it seems, has been living beyond their means. Many of us have too much debt. Many of us have more things than we need. And so perhaps many of us as well have been living with some fear of death. I include myself in this. Now, I've never gone to a store thinking to myself, hmm, this shirt will keep me alive for another day. But there have been times when I have felt a longing or a need for something. And then I've sated that need with a purchase of some kind. I think on the one hand that my true longing was for God. But I think that there was probably some fear of death mixed in with that longing for security. Now I usually don't consciously fear death. But 
on the other hand, when I think about resurrection, when I think of the next life, when I think of being one with God, then I feel peace come upon me. And I find that my desire for things diminishes. I find that I have less desire for things, less desire for security, when I think of the resurrection. And so I'm guessing that I do still have some, maybe unknown, but lingering fear of death. Fear of the unknown. And that I sometimes try to quell that fear with money or purchases or security, material security. And maybe I'm not alone in that. And perhaps then living out our faith in Jesus might be able to keep us from overspending. Now, I don't believe that suddenly if everyone has just enough faith, then we'll suddenly, the economy will turn around and everything will be great. If you all believe tomorrow, then you'll be rich and everything will be wonderful. No. But I do believe that our faith really can make a tangible difference in our lives. In a tangible way, our faith can help us by freeing us from slavery of the fear of death. As Paul wrote in his letter, first letter to the Corinthians, quoting Isaiah and Hosea, Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? One of the beauties of Easter is that death has no sting. By believing in Jesus' resurrection, by believing that we will share in his resurrection, we can live lives of hope, lives of love, without fear, without the need of material wealth and security. Further, as followers of Jesus, we can share our faith and our hope with others. So that those who may not yet have this hope can also share in hope and love. That they can live no longer for themselves, but for Him who died and was raised for them. That we can live no longer for ourselves, but for Him who died and was raised for us. We can share our faith, our hope, and our love, so that those who fear death might no longer fear death. So that those who are longing to know God might come to know God. Jesus told His disciples that they were witnesses of His death and resurrection. Witnesses that were to share that witness with others. And I believe we also share in that witness. We get to witness to others the hope that is in us. The faith that we have been given. We get to witness to others as we have been witnessed to. Now we're not eyewitnesses of Jesus' resurrection. We're going on the testimony of Jesus' disciples. We're going on the witness that they gave. And then the witness given by those who saw their witness. By the witness given to so many generations after them. We get to witness so that others then may believe as we believe. And then they witness to others as well. I asked at the beginning of this sermon why we believe. We believe not because of what we have seen, but because of what we have heard. We believe because of what we have been told by those who did see. We believe because of God's Spirit dwelling within us, praying for us even in times of doubt, praying for us with sighs too deep for words. And we also believe, I think, because we want to believe. I want to believe that death is not the end of life. I want to believe that there really is another life 
after death. I want to believe that the resurrection life will be a wonderful life lived with our Creator. I want to believe that I have nothing to fear in death. I want to believe that I don't need to build up security on earth because my life is in God's hands and that this life is not the end. I want to believe that God became human in the person of Jesus, that He lived and died and was resurrected all out of love for us. I want to believe, and so I choose to believe. Now, there are times when I believe more than other times. Maybe that kind of hits home too. There's times when uh, my faith kind of varies a little bit. Times when I trust in God a little bit more than others. My prayer for us all today, the message that I want to leave us all with, is that we would believe the testimony we have been given enough not to fear death. My prayer and the message to give is that we would believe in Jesus' resurrection enough to be able to trust Him. And to trust Him enough to have lives filled with hope, with love, and with peace. And so let us pray. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, so that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.